0: This is JFM Podcast and Gilbert Joseph
1: has the talk to those that matter to enable you grip with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at sunset on J101.9 FM. <laughs> Good day, a very Good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanapa and today is 29th of June, 2023. Gilbert
2: Joseph is here with me. Good evening. How's your day? And how's the going? A productive holiday. One I've made the most out of. So um, I can't you know, complain. I can't you complain.
1: You are the first broadcaster to, for me to hear that you have a holiday. <laughs> it's a break, no, for God's no, sake. No, we're working <laughs> Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. holidays. You know, you are just home. You are having fun, enjoying maybe with your friends or family. I get the gist. Okay, I get so the gist. You enjoy. <laughs> you enjoy. Well, uh, my day is good, uh, girl. But I must say that I really had a good day uh, today. I I had lunch with someone that is, you know, by face value we'll always. When I meet. hear lunch. It makes me eager to hear the next yeah. line of conversation. <laughs> we talked about different things. We talked about politics. We talked about culture. We talked about race. We talked about religion, and and even and theology. Who is that? And even theology. Uh, Jesse jacks,
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, Great. Jesse Jacks. Great.
1: A very smart um, person. I mean, this is the first. I always he's an acquaintance, you know, a friend, I would mm-hmm. say. But this is the first time that sat down, you know, really close and were, you know, exchanging ideas. I know that he had his childhood in Joss, yeah. and there are a lot of things, you know. One thing that I love about people who grew up in Joss is that the passion for the state, the passion for the city is what propels, you know, uh, people to think about Joss in a very different way and to see how they can make meaning and contribution, you know, to that. So uh, today I had a good time, you know. Jesse Jax is is my long time friend but you know today our conversation took a I mean this is the first time I'll say that we are not on the same page with Jesse Jackson, <laughs> you know because anytime we're made it's just conversation and you know debate and I always say that the essence of debate is not, is not winning it's not whether you win and it's only in sport that human beings win but in, in debates or argument is about clarity what are you saying and what am I saying and what makes more sense
2: you know well, that is it. I had a good day. So what news have you been following? Um, Governor Rutsimiya Keredoglu has been ill. He's been down. And so much has been said about his condition, with people even trying to play politics with that. And news broke out. You know, false news or fake news, whichever you decide to term it, um, that, you know, he's dead. And part mm-hmm. sparked deputy, so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sparked so much um, outrage, you know, by some of his acquaintances and some of his aides. And it was quite unfortunate to have heard that sort of news come out. And with politicians, it's always the same thing, especially from those who, you know, do not like their style of politics, perhaps, or those who they don't get to agree on certain issues with. But it's it's really sad. It's sad because the man... To the best of my knowledge, perhaps it's the way I see him. Does not deserve to have that kind of thing said about his person, and it's just about people learning to be patient. People yeah. learning to be, to, you know, to just follow things from authorities instead of drawing conclusions. What do people stand to gain from such? You know, it baffles me a lot. And the man deserves prayers at this point, not certain. Terrific news being peddled about this person. So and I, I'm it's, very it's happy that Akiru uh, Dolo has been vulnerable to say that, look, I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one, like, some
1: he put up a statement. Yeah. yeah. And transferring power legally. Mm-hmm. It to shows his deputy, that, yeah. Of course, it shows that he understands the law and he really wants to follow the True. laws you know, of our land. Uh, but if someone is vulnerable like that to say that, look, I'm sick, I think like what you rightly said, pray for him. You know, don't you know, peddle rumors or fake news and things like that. It doesn't help anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're frail. Uh, some leaders will say, ah, he's on a private visit, he's on a whatever, you know. But we know that they are going there to access treatment. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong in being sick. True. Uh, so it's only human. Yeah, we're human. Mm-hmm. We're human. Well, the president Bola uh, has said that he invoked the spirit of freedom in Ogun. <laughs> And let me tell you something about uh, the politics of Southwest. This is one of the first time that someone out of Ogun State, you know, in, in the Southwest, mm-hmm. out of obi uh, anything powerful it and national figure, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tinubu is from originally Ocean. from Ocean State, mm-hmm. and you know all of the top top Yoruba people, you know, are from all Southwest mm-hmm. politicians and even influential people. Whether you talk about law, you talk about literature, you talk about politics, they are. Basically from Ogun State, uh, and when he was contesting, there was much talk about that. Uh, that you know that uh, some people are saying that we shouldn't support Tinubu because he's from Oshun. We should support someone from Ogun State. You know that's why some people went for Osibanjo, and some people are saying that Osibanjo, you know, betrayed his master. Mm-hmm. I recall that when uh, Tinubu was asked that, uh, I see aware that Osibanjo was, and he said that he's he doesn't know of any political son worth. You know what he said. So uh, that is that. Old enough to contest against him. Yeah, that is that. And we, we, we saw how Osibanjo ended. He didn't win, and Tinubu today is the president. <laughs> so Tinubu going to Ogun State to say he invoked the spirit of uh, freedom. I don't, you know, african speaks. we, we speak in, we talk in uh, parables. parables. <laughs> you know, so I don't know what exactly is meaning. But historically, I think that uh, if you follow the historical pattern, you understand that, you know, there's some, historical
2: consistency, you know, with what he has said. Um, And what other story, Gilberto? Yeah. Agrabio, you know, after all of his failed attempts to become Senate president, finally has considered that there was no magumago of any sort on the day of election or even in the election that took place at the floor of the Senate. And that any other person saying a different thing or narrating a different tale is only living in a fool's paradise so i was trying to just you know separate the wheat from the child in that line of thought as to what may have prompted the man to speak in that direction because you know the politics is over times time for politics is over could he be angling for something else and then he's perhaps coming up to say this in order to be at the very right side of good judgment. So many things. Or he was just telling the thing as it happened, trying to just report from the perspective that he saw it happen. I I really don't make out, you know, what his reasons are. But we'll get to find out because political aims are not far-fetched. And with time, they will be unraveled. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, we have a guest via phone and we have a guest live in the studio. I think that we're going to kill two birds with one stone today. We have the erudite, uh, and, well, he's my big brother. We'll always, you know, fight anytime we meet him. Uh, that is, will I see the former chairman or the present chairman of Kampan? Because today we're going to hear his own side of the story. That is Honorable Nsda, and we have a phone waiting for us. Uh, the member representing just south, just east federal constituency is going to talk about uh, the, the whole issue that the government is going to jize bang, uh, you know, to get the, uh, a loan. And he was the one who was stop the Lalong administration from securing that loan uh, some time back. When we come back, the show will continue. Stay here.
3: Are getting exposed for a better
1: understanding on a daily basis.
4: All I'm trying to say is that within Pangxin local government from 1999 till death, we have never been
0: to the Senate, leading to critical social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone, so it is his turn to chop. Oh. Today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to talk to a government. Who still produced produced the highest votes in 2015? In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his
1: own boy will be governor. The best journalist are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Sonolad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999. Seriously. Join upon Zach Fire and Gilbert Joseph as the talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at sunset on J 101.9 FM <laughs> we yeah, well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset. My name is Ponsa Akthana, and my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have our uh, phone, uh, Honorable Musa Bagos, the member representing yourself. just South Jose's federal constituency. Good evening, and thank you very much for making time for us, sir. Uh, thank you, Ponsa. Uh, evening, the great people of Plateau State. Well, good to hear from you. Uh, well, I, I don't know as an uh, icebreaker, you know, how to start with. But by the way, congratulations after uh, the Thanksgiving inauguration. I mean, lots of talks in town about that success. Would you like to tell us about it before we uh, jump into the main issue?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, first of all, I really want to appreciate a of people for the show of uh, love, for the show of support. Um, uh, my constituents uh, want to appreciate them uh, for another opportunity, and at the same time, uh, coming out to support and thank God for what He has done for us, all of us uh, within the constituency and the entire Plateau State. I will not going to take that for granted. I appreciate this uh, each person that came out is a show and another responsibility upon us that we must be able to ensure that dividends of democracy reach out to our own people through the support they have shown us.
1: Yeah, well, uh, let's go straight into the issue because we have a guest in the studio as well. So uh, let's just have a chat with you uh when you, for me when i read about the whole issue of uh, jais bank and uba i thought that we are giving commercial you know banks on due attention you know so to say because the rumor is that the governor the 15 billion loan that house of assembly approved uh, for the governor of Plateau State, you know, someone that you've, you know, said publicly that you believe in uh, and you've worked for, you know, to emerge as governor. And some people are saying that the same bang that uh, you took the then government, the government of Governor Lalong to court, uh, why are you not talking, you know, right now that the rumor is rife that uh, the governor, that is Barrister Caleb Motfang, has approached the same bang that you – uh went to the court and secure an injunction restraining the government of conducting any business whatsoever you know with that bag. i mean what what do you have to say about that
0: yeah well uh you see it's quite um uh, it's quite so unfortunate that um if we want to do opposition we should be able to do opposition with facts if we want to speak on issues, we should bring out facts. And uh, if we want to bring out opposition, we should be able to go down in bringing out sensible opposition, not senseless opposition. And uh, if this is how uh, the past administration or the APC want to carry out its opposition without facts and without sensibility, then it's quite unfortunate. There is no propaganda opposition that stands and first of all i could have preferred uh, um, um, um whosoever or is it the apc or whatever opposition that i brought came out with that allegation to must have verified verified facts first number one uh, from my verification and uh, an independent investigation i it, it clearly, clearly showed um, uh, that the administration of Barista Khaled Mutfong uh, is outsourcing its loan from UBA, UBA, United Bank of Africa. And, 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 and at what...
1: But, 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 but uh, yeah, what? yeah. but is it that, you know, the government has anything against Jaiz Bank, you know, for example, because uh, there's a talk in town right now that uh, maybe the government may be one-sided, but I know that when it comes to money matters. I mean, the government has to look at uh, the profitability.
0: You see, uh, uh, let, me take you, let me even take you back yeah. to, to the issue of the loan and uh, the issue of the just main market and yeah. I said it then. I said, look, doesn't matter what bank, then the Lalong administration was outsourcing for that loan. But the issue of the 40 years, the issue of the 60-40 percentage interest, the issue of mortgaging our heritage for the next 40 years, Ponce, uh, those were the issues that we earlier on challenged. And if you look at it, we, we did not even challenge the issue of the Jais Bank, but we stood on it as a look. Whatever bank that that property and that uh, landmark heritage will be given for 40, 40 years without clarity, we will challenge it as of then. So the issue of even Jais Bank or not Jais so you're Bank saying that that it, wasn't even demanded.
1: Yeah, you're saying that so you so don't not have not any problem. Honorable <laughs> baggers, you're saying yeah. that there's absolutely no problem with Jais Bank. Yeah. You just challenged the business model.
0: I, I, I once said it that, look, for us to mortgage 40 years to Jais Bank was the problem. That was our major problem. And even at this current issue of the loan, the Plateau Government from my own independent investigation did not and has not even approached Jais Bank for a loan. That I'm very sure of. I'm not the uh, spokesperson to the government, but from my I can I can categorically say that this was what I have been able to clearly uh, get out. And let me still state it very well here: that it's not about. PDP is not about any administration, but any administration on the plateau, be it the administration of uh, uh, the, the Barista Kalekutwang, be it the administration of any governor that will govern Plateau State against the policy heritage, understanding what the Plateau language stands for with any.
1: Yeah, what was it because? Yeah, what was it because?
0: To be able to to cushion, to be able to cushion the hardship in terms of salary payment that it is on this. And like I said, I'm not the spokesperson, but the spokesperson will be able to explain further. And looking at the debt profile of Plateau said uh in the past, in the past years, if you want to interrogate that from 2014, 2015 till now, that. Plateau State is now ranked among between between 2014 and 20 uh, between 2014-15. issues that i expect that opposition
1: should be able to interrogate yeah all right all right my colleague gilbert has a question for you
2: yeah i i would like for us honorable to digress a bit a bit and look at the issue of security in the state again because we have spoken with you in the recent past about this issue it has it has continued to you know fester um for far too long agreed the government might be barely two months old. You know what exactly can you recommend just in the short time that can be done for yeah, of okay. people to experience something? My, some my recommendation, my recommendation has been on the fact that look, no
0: state governor, even during the from from Daria to our father Zhang and to uh, and, and to the past administration, his Excellency Lalong and down. To address because that's like our local policing outsourcing information, the joint tax and so on and so forth. So state police is one of the major way in handling insecurity. When you look at what has happened in the southwest through Amotekun, you can see that drastically the issue of insecurity has reduced because they are now policing their own region. So we expect that the North North Central should be able to look into that. And if the North Central is not looking into it, governors should be able to bring out security architecture to be able to address that. So I'm happy that His Excellency uh, Barrister Caleb Mutfang was able to say that he's reviving Operation Rainbow, which is like one of our local state police in, uh, in collaboration with other security Agencies, so that is one of the major cardinal uh, uh, way because see most of our security issues within uh, within the sub uh, Saharan uh, uh, region and down to Nigeria and even plateau said most of it is not like uh, 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 the gorilla kind of thing that you are saying that you can say this is it but politically is issue of politics is there the issue of natural resources is there the issue of mineral resources the issue of land as well is there as a result of uh, as a result of how fertile and, and and regional our place is these are issues that we should be able to start looking at the local area. and that's why you see that most of these issues is happening within the hinterland and that's why today our people cannot go to farm. but when we now know that these are the people that are killing our people on daily basis, we we'll put a stop to it at whatsoever security architecture the security operation will be able to bring onto the table. But when we are so political with bringing in peace and no justice is carried out, then that's where we usually have the problem. So my own too. Solution one: Operate the, our, our state police and uh, through uh, Operation number. Two: the Justice should be able to to be put in place that all our lands that have been uh, that had that, that, that our people have been chased out in any way should be reclaimed. Whosoever is staying illegally in our lands should be able to vacate those lands and justice to be given to our people, but we cannot continue that today when they have occupied uh, 100 meters and nothing is done, tomorrow they will occupy another 100 meters, before you know it they have occupied hectares of land, nothing is done, we will keep crying, no justice. Uh, we cannot continue at that level. Yeah. So, when such is being done, which means it's uh, a gorilla genocide in trying to chase people out. Of- so, justice, number one, be able to look at how we will localize our security architecture. And that is our major, and that is a, whatsoever way we think we
2: can be able to address this issue, I don't think is workable. Thank you. Justice and
1: localizing policing. Thank you, thank you. I I don't know if you have any final word before we let you go because I know that you are busy.
0: (laughs) And the final word, uh, still, on this, uh, the the debt issue. I want to categorically say that the APC administration or the opposition should go and check the analysis of our debt profile that Plateau State is the ninth most indebted state in Nigeria. And we got to this level between 2015 and 20. Yeah, in that area. Thank infrastructure you. Infrastructure could have been high. Security should have been minimal. So, what was done with hundreds of billions of naira that was collected between 2015 and
1: 2023? Thank you. We'll
0: start from there to be able to understand where we are
1: going. Thank you. I, I think this is a, this will be a uh, conversation for another day. Thank you very much, Honorable Dachimos Sabagos. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And please let the people know that the current loan is from UBA. Thank, we you. Interrogate issues from
1: there. thank you, thank you. Do uh, enjoy your evening. Thank you for your time, sir.
4: Thank you so much, Bonfoya. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, uh, dear listener, that was the member representing Just South, Just East Federal Constituency We have in the studio uh, Honorable Enes Da'a. Uh, I don't know how to uh, address you, Honorable Enes. Are you the chairman present of Kampan, chairman of Kompan,
4: or the former chairman of Kompan, <laughs> or the management committee Constitutionally, chairman? Constitutionally, I am the current chairman. Of Kwampan local government.
1: Yeah, but the House of right. Assembly has suspended you.
4: Yeah, House of Assembly. Yeah. Under what powers?
1: Okay, well. Under uh, what powers? There's, uh, no,
4: there's no. There's no. Power.
1: They said no. They said there was an allegation of financial misappropriation on first, your part. First, let's
4: situate. Let's situate the issues as they are. Yeah. Let me commence this by first uh, thanking you people for giving me this opportunity to say our own side of the story as local government chairman. Uh when you, give, when you gave me the call in the morning, I spoke with the Algon chairman, who is my leader, uh, to get his consent. To, yeah, uh, yeah who me. is that? Uh, Alex Nantwam. Okay. Uh, uh, pension. Uh, yeah, Shandam, 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 Shandam. Yes. Shandam. And he gave me to go ahead to come and say our own side of the story.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, good evening, Plato people. Good evening, Nigerians. To our Muslim brothers and sisters who are today enjoying the second day of the... Salah celebration, mm. we say happy Salah celebration to all of you. And also on a very sad note, let me commiserate with the people of Bocos over the unfortunate death of one of their traditional rulers in the heinous uh, crime by bandits or terrorists. Mm. And also our heart goes out to plot to citizens who have lost one or two of their loved ones. Mm. We pray for the repose of their soul and we pray that may God give us the fortitude to bear the irreparable loss. Amen. Having said that, let me also commence this our conversation with this quote of the Bible, Psalms one two seven, verse one. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers do so in vain. Mm-hmm. And unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. Mm-hmm. That is the foundation. God is the foundation of everything that we do. In our present constitutional democracy that we practice, the Constitution is the guiding document that guides the conduct of our lives. What we should do and what we shouldn't do. Anything outside of that is Mm ultra-virus. It amounts to self-help. It amounts to building a strong man instead of building strong institutions. And we cannot accept that in any way. No matter how your status, no matter your strength, no matter the office you occupy, it is the law that guides our behavior in totality. Now the constitution of Nigeria in chapter seven, which provided the framework for the local government states, that the operations of the local government shall be by democratically elected. That's what it says. Nothing more nothing less. And if you go through the entire chapter or the entire section that provides for the operations of local government, there's no room for caretaker, there's no room for management committee, there's no room for transition committee. So such uh, nomenclature are unknown to constitution. And if you bring them, if you bring them into the constitution, it means you are acting outside of the constitution. And the law does not allow that. Where we are now started on the 25th of May when through the Algon chairman we received a letter from the House of Assembly requesting for statements of income and expenditure of local governments that we should provide those information on the 30th being Tuesday of May 2023. The Algon chairman drew our attention to it, and we replied the House on the 26th of May, telling them that the, day, the, day, the, 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 the period they've given us is quite short, and it is an open book to all of us that local government staff are on solidarity strike with the Nigerian Labour Congress of Plateau State. And for us, there was no how we could get all the information they were asking for within that short period of time. And the House replied us on that same 26, accepting that okay they have considered our request and that we are going to prov- They will give us another date for that. Between 26 to 29 was public holiday because 27th, 27, 27, 28, Saturday, Sunday, Monday was the inauguration for all governors in Nigeria, for those who were, returning, who, were, who were to be sworn in that day, and it was declared public holiday. Then on the 30th, we were walking to uh, a House of Assembly resolution that the House, amongst other considerations of that day, So, uh, we uh, had sent uh, uh, a request to the governor, or a resolution to the governor, requesting that the governor consent to the suspension of the democratically elected structure of the local government. Being the chairman, the 17 local government chairmen were to be suspended, the 17 deputy chairmen were to be suspended. The 325 councillors were also to be, to be suspended on the allegation of financial impropriety as alleged by the House. When we got wind of that, looking at the Constitution, that was why I gave uh, in my preamble, I, uh, I make reference to the Constitution. Looking at the Constitution, where such powers have not been given to either the House of Assembly or the Governor we sought the refuge of the court. We requested for a restraining order from the court to restrain the governor, who is to implement the actions as requested by the House. We got an injunction from the High Court of Justice restraining the the governor from carrying out the suspension. The governor was duly served. It was duly acknowledged in his office. Later in the evening... To our chagrin and nostalgia, the governor confirmed the suspension of the 17 local government chairmen, 17 deputy chairmen, the 325 councillors on the said or purported allegation by the House. The following day or thereabouts, we went on a press briefing to brief Plateau State and indeed Nigerians on what was happening the governor acted against a court order. Despite the fact that he is a lawyer, according to reports available to us, he has been practicing law for over 30 years, and we expected him to honor the Temple of Justice. That was not done. Again, three or four days after, we were walking to another sodic news that the House, now having sat, decided that, the 17 local government chairmen, their deputies, the 325 councillors should be dissolved and be replaced with a transition committee. Again, we obtained an order of the court that day, stopping or restraining the governor from carrying out the dissolution and then inaugurating an unknown body in our place. The governor was duly served. Again, the governor went against the provisions or the restraining order of the court, dissolved oh, sorry. the democratically elected structure, being the chairman, the deputy chairman, and the 325 councillors. That evening, the governor we learned, was not in town. He directed his deputy to inaugurate the transition committee and that they should take over our offices. We went back to court after some time again to file against the attorney general of the state, whom we learned also had filed a preliminary objection to the restraining orders. But when we got to the court that day, we were informed that the attorney general who is acting on behalf of the government withdrew the restraining order against us. What it implies, they have accepted the position of the courts by saying that they are under restraining order. That's the interpretation as far as we are concerned. Uh, Whatever it is now, we do not know what the government is up to. But because uh, there was a kind of... uh, There was a combative disposition, so to say, because our supporters were not agreeing with the action of the government. And probably if no action was taken, we would have witnessed another breakdown of law and order. We learned the Inspector General had mandated the Commissioner of Police to close all local government secretariats to forestall the breakdown of law and order. That is where we are as it is at the moment. Honourable, um, people from the other
2: side of this divide or of the divide have said your battle was misdirected at the executive because the executive arm of government did not act unanimously. It acted on the recommendation of the State House of Assembly. And the inauguration of the Transition Committee you know, was done at such an hour, according to reports, that by which time you got the injunction, it will have taken place. And it even happened. Yeah, it had taken place before you got the injunction. Can you clear some of these issues? And then um, finally, before you respond, please, you saw some of the actions, you know, that sprang up after that pronouncement. In Just South, for example, you saw that, you know, some supporters like you referenced trooped into that local government and constituted an unconstitutionality in that particular territory. And you also, I think, is it Kanke? Was it Kanke? Yes, another incident was recorded where the people just acted, you know, in a rowdy manner just to distort the activities of the local before the commissioner of police and, of course, the inspector general of police gave that order.
4: No. Gilbert, the office of the governor is a creation of the law. The office or the House of Assembly is a creation of the law. The Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria guides our modus operandi. Nobody should act otherwise to what the law clearly states. What are we talking about? There is nowhere in the Nigerian Constitution that the House of Assembly has such a power or powers to suspend or to temper, or to, by any means, reduce the office of elected officials at the local government level. who we were elected on the 10th of October, 2021. who we were sworn in on the 11th of October, 2021 for a period of three years. We've spent so far one year, six months, or one year, seven months in office. The remainder of the period is left unattended nobody should temper with it even if the house today even if the house today arrogate to herself such powers by changing the local government law of no Protestant. but we have two i'm coming we have two local there is one laws. local government which one, law. i
1: know there's one in 2018 there's one in 2021 so which one uh, which
4: one is in 2021 Oh, there's no law other than there's no even law in twenty eighteen. The law that was made was in twenty sixteen as amended. Yeah, twenty sixteen, go- yeah, as, as amended by the governor. Yeah. So and the local government an- law is three years. Based the on first, that law. Yes. Okay. Based on that law is three years. We are the second set of people to occupy office under that law. The first set spent three years. We are the second set now under that law. And the law. To the extent of the Constitution, can never be at variance with what the Constitution stipulates. If the House of Assembly will wake up today and makes a law that is inconsistent with the Constitution, that law, to the extent of its inconsistency, will not stand. Because, because the, Constitution the Constitution is the ground, yeah. Yeah, it's the superior. Yeah, well. Therefore, if the House of Assembly will say that they are recommending for the suspension, of the of the democratically elected structure of the local government, they are acting in ultra virus. and the governor, in no less, to have acceded to an act that is illegal in nature, is to say the least. Unfortunate.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's open the phone lines because uh, our time is fast. And let's uh, hear from our audience. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. In case you, you want to tune in, you want to join the conversation. We'd we'll love to hear from you. All you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Gilbert.
2: Or on Facebook at JFM Live. and on Twitter we're at JFM Joss. Drop your comments there.
1: And don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio. Let's take the first call. Hello. Good evening, sir. Yeah, good evening. Thank you for calling.
3: My name is John. I'm calling from Bali, Bali.
1: Oh, we're well, listening. Thank you, John.
3: Sir, the only advice I give to EPT administration, the administration is to have to be patient. Because in 2015, when the was in the governor, he developed all the channels of the government. So the people's administration, they have to be patient. But it's, it's a call that we're going
1: Hello? Okay, please call back when you get a chance. I think that uh, we lost connection there. Well, sir, Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, I uh,
3: give a, due, sir, for it, Joshua.
1: Well, listen in, Jude.
3: Uh, what I want to say this evening is that, you know, that's why we are in hammering on this platform, do something rightly. Because we don't know what tomorrow we turn to be. Uh, the man in, in the studio there makes, makes many comments. Rule of law, follow the rule of law. He's calling governor DJ governor did that. doma you know him very well. He's a is a lantern South or what? Uh, local government. Yeah, Lantang North. Yeah. Thank you, my brother. After the court. He him as chairman of that local government, did Lalo for one day allow him to be the, the, the chairman of that that, that that area? It's very, very unfortunate. When we are shouting, lamenting, people with the quiet, they cannot say what is right is right. They cannot tell us the truth. They are talking now rule of law They are crying. They did that, did that. At the end of the day, did they do things right? Did they allow Lalonde to become chairman of of, 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 of not local government? To this day, to this day, they don't do it right. They are, not, they are crying now, saying that uh, the governor did not do well, he did not follow the of law. What did they do when that such a thing happened? Did they come, come, come along to order? Thank good you. evening, my brother.
1: Thank you. Thank you for joining the show. Hello,
3: good evening. Hello, thank you. Good evening, uh, evening Ponsok.
1: Please turn down the volume of your radio.
3: Uh, my name is Ponsok. We're listening. Uh, thank you very much. I want to appreciate your guests for coming to the studio. And uh, to also air his own opinion as regards to the local government issue. But I will say that I want to also bring him back to history. Uh, to ask him what happened to I the compound, local government chairman, that uh, was suspended by the same part of assembly And at the same time, he went to court. He, he gained judgment against the then-governor. Yet the government refused to obey the court order. Where were he? Where, 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 where was he? As the person who is actually fighting for the rule of law. But I would say that uh, it is high time for us to begin to hold ourselves accountable as a leader. If you actually want justice, you must go there with clean hands. But at the same time, what is good for Uganda is also good for the goods. But it's a kind of motion, did not suspend local government chairman. He acted on the recommendation of the House of Assembly. And I think the, 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 the person in the studio should get that right. And if you actually get that right, let's see what to do next. The way and manner they mobilized them to cause chaos, to cause crisis, within just a plateau at last, it's rather unfortunate. If you have gone to call to seek with will you know, you mobilized talk to cause chaos. the Thank you and God bless you.
1: Thank you for calling the show. After this, Gilbert will take us through social media. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling.
3: Hello, Papa. Good evening.
1: Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please.
3: My name is Zira. I'm calling from we
1: Well, listening. Thanks for calling, Zira.
3: Well, he said, you know, they said that whoever by thought definitely die by thought. When the former governor was on speech, that was the same thing that he did. And I never heard for once that the local government chairman, after death, came out and was going from studio to studio to go past it. What did they do? They, they obey the rule of law and then take it to court without even going to any studio or any radio media to complain. But why is it that now it has gone back to them and they are here now complaining and if what they did to them. They have not done it before someone else. It's uncalled for. If we want these nations to move forward, let us stand for the truth. Had even been they stood up and said that what Lavan was doing was wrong. At least now would have stood up and said what Caleb was doing was wrong. And remember, they did not stop them because they are under suspension. During the attack, they attack the local government chairman. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? We didn't do anything. Did heavens fall down? No. So let them stop being as if they, 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 they know the law more than everybody. So let them stop all this things that they are doing, all this just propaganda, don't this government. We know that they are the, the past government. They they know what to do
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Gilbert.
2: Bottom top, Ayodele Agbabiaka says, I just like how Honorable Dutch gave clarity on how the loan will be spent. adejo Ketimoti says, collecting of loans to pay workers worries me. How will they get back this loan back? Tax alone can't refund the loans as far as I'm concerned. Jim Poe just says, there are so many persons saying negative things about the loan request by the government. I don't think there's anything wrong with the loan collection to pay the money-making engine of the state. That is the civil service, according to what you're saying. Ambassador Joachim Dung says, Going forward, false propaganda to win elections shouldn't be part of Lao Tzu politics. We should be found telling the truth at all times. Good evening to my rep member, Dachon Bagos. Guillermo Botson says, God will help Bagos and the governor to succeed. Eleberisijia says, I'm just passing by and I love JFM." Dashe Angel says, thank God the loan is not coming from the said bank, so those who don't want the progress of Platy State in the name of APC should relocate and leave. Okay. Comrade Longat says, collection of the loan by the governor, His Excellency by Esther Kelly is a welcome development because the collection is for the purpose of paying worker salary which the past government failed to fail. Kuka on, says, the criticism by the opposition, I look at it as a payback time. Lalong wanted to collect from the same bank, but was criticized the same way. Cyprian Mafia says it is better for him to collect the loan to pay out the state workers as far as he inherited an empty account. The opposition had just been unfair. Peter Bali says the APC in Plateau are now playing the role of their grandmaster, <laughs> Lai Mohammed. So we are not really surprised. But it's so shameful the way they play politics. John Paul Jacob says, With the present debt profile of Lachie State today, you can't expect the present government to hit the ground running without collecting loan. Temple Shindler says, A country with the poorest people on earth, the highest unemployment rate on earth, and the lowest minimum wage on earth, has a precedent that's wasting money on fuel and cars. Sunday A.V. says, The move by the Kaleemutfuan government to borrow 15 billion naira to pay workers to me is a welcome idea. As so, Bagun, Francis says, if our state's plateau is going to be built on loans by every governor, then so be it. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, if we continue uh, taking... Let's allow Honorable Ernest to give his response. Please go ahead and respond.
4: Quickly, I've listened to the responses by some of our commentators. Uh, We should understand one fact, that we cannot continue to live in the past. Yes, the government of Barista... Simon Lalong had also truncated democratic structures at the local government. Nobody should commend that. We are, not, we are not a party to it, and we can never be a party to it. We condemned it then, and we still condemn the actions today. Daria was removed as governor of Plateau State when he was illegally. Uh, impeachment of the office. Impeached. Apart from being impeached, Obasanjo first de- uh, de- uh, declared this, the, the democratic structure at the state vacant. And every Nigerian condemned it. Some lo- lawmakers condemned it. We also had such uh, abuse of constitutionality in the state. In Lantana, North, for instance, when Dandul won his election... The PDP government then, under DPP, DPP. DPP. the PDP government at the state then, under uh, our father governor, Jonah Jang refused to recognize him. We condemned it. And those who are saying that since it was done, it should continue, we can't progress with that kind of attitude. We cannot. 2015, 2014, uh, 2007, 2003 is not 2021. What's obtainable then are not obtainable today. And as Nigerians, as Nigerians, if we say that we we'll continue to break the laws that guide us, then we shouldn't be thinking of any progressive movement. I think we should uh, have that at the back of our mind.
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Honourable Enesdaa, for coming. I mean, very interesting conversation with you, and you've later had uh, uh, the facts bare, you know. Uh, like I always say, the JFM reports, and then you, the audience, you
2: decide. Gilbert,
1: your final word.
2: I want to just say a big congratulations to Miss Memoko Onvel, um, who has been elected as say Assistant Secretary of ANADAS, Association of Nigerian Authors, Platter State Chapter, yeah, um, they're doing an amazing job there So, congrats
1: Yeah, well, uh, dear listener, this is the much we'll take Thank you very much, our guest, uh, Honourable uh, Enes Da'ar And thank you to our guest, Vafo, Honourable Dachemusa Bagos uh, Thank you very much Dear listener, this is the much we'll take No news today is a public holiday, so enjoy some music My name is Ponsak So
2: you agree it's public holiday?
1: Yes, yeah, but po- no, uh, for our audience, yeah That's why they have to enjoy music Bye now <laughs>